One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 197. Here's something that I believe with all my heart. You have a superpower, specifically a marketing superpower. And I know that probably we've never even met, but I can tell you this with 100% certainty. And it gets better. Not only do you have a superpower, but this superpower doesn't cost anything, doesn't require you to pick up any new skills. It's something that you have access to all of the time and that you can activate whenever you want. This superpower is something that can help you connect with your ideal customers, grow your audience, build relationships and trust, make sales, and do so many of the other amazing things that marketing can do for our small businesses. In today's episode, we're going to talk about that marketing superpower, what it is, why it's so powerful, and I'm going to give you some concrete strategies for putting it into action. But before we dig into all the good stuff I have for you today, I have a request. I would be so, so grateful for you if you would spread the word about this podcast by taking a screenshot of this podcast player while you're listening and then tag me in an Instagram story. The link for this episode that you can also tag is makinggoodpodcast.com slash 197. And I am at Lauren Tilden on Instagram. I would be so grateful. Okay, so let's get started talking about your marketing superpower. This is one of those topics that makes me giddy with excitement for you because it really is that secret sauce that's going to make your marketing sing. So let me not drag it out any further. Your superpower when it comes to creating effective, engaging content is you. You. Your face, your voice, your stories, your likes and your dislikes, your values, your opinions, your why, the way that you talk, the way you explain things, your style. You. Why is it that putting you at the heart of your marketing is such a powerful marketing tool and dare I say superpower? Well, this concept is really at the heart of one of my favorite things about marketing. In marketing, our job is to stand out. In a sea of other businesses that probably offer something similar to what we sell, our job is to make it clear how we're different and why people should pick us. This is kind of the opposite of how most of us are socialized. We're taught to blend in, to follow directions, to go with the flow, to not be weird, to fit in. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing like a sense of belonging. But what it took me way too, too long to figure out is that you don't have to be the same as everyone else to belong. So when most of us approach marketing, we do what we've done for most of our lives. We try to figure out how to blend in. We look at what everyone else is doing and we try to do that. But again, that is actually the exact opposite of what makes people choose to work with our business or to buy our products. People choose to buy from us because there's something different about us that catches their attention, not because we're blending in with everyone else. 
There are many, many ways to stand out in your business. And one great step to take when it comes to figuring out how to emphasize what sets your business apart is to get clear on what marketers call your USP, your unique selling point or unique selling proposition. This is essentially the answer to the question, what makes you different from all of the other options out there? This episode isn't going to go into detail about unique selling points, but if you're interested in how to get clear on your business's unique selling point, check out episode 55 of this podcast, which goes into detail on this concept. What we are going to talk about today is another way your marketing can help set your business apart, and that's by infusing your marketing with your superpower, you. Because after all, the one thing that no one else in the world has that no one can replicate is you. So there are a couple of reasons that you might be hesitating when you hear me talk about putting more you into your content. First, if you're anything like I was when I started my business, you might feel some self-doubt creeping in here. You might think that there's nothing special about you. Maybe you feel like you're just an average person. You don't think you've done anything that remarkable or have any interesting interests or accomplishments to speak of. And to that, I say you don't need any of those things. Whatever you have already is what makes you you. And that's what's going to make your marketing really powerful. Your hobbies, your interests, your stories, even the most boring of stories, seriously, your opinions, the things you think are funny, what inspires you, your values, the way you talk, all of this stuff mixed together makes one completely unique person that your business can benefit from. And also to this, I say one of the best things we can do as business owners and people in general is to relate to other people, to have something in common. We can't always relate to perfection, to the person who climbed Mount Everest or won a Nobel Peace Prize or has traveled to every country on planet Earth by the age of 10. Being able to relate to your audience, to know them and speak to them in their language can actually be a huge asset to your marketing, not a hindrance. So that's the first thing I have to say to anyone hesitating to embrace this idea about your superpower being you. The second thing I'll say is that I know for me, this concept of putting myself in my marketing sometimes makes me a little squirmy because I'm personally not a huge fan of video, for example, or even getting my photo taken. And for some reason, the idea of putting me into my marketing makes me feel like I'm going to have to constantly be in front of a camera. And to that, I say, well, first of all, yes, it's true. A great way to show who you are is through your video or you're showing your face. But those are far from the only ways to let your personality and uniqueness come through in your marketing. I'm going to share so many ideas today for ways that you can set yourself and your business apart in addition to showing up and talking to the camera on video, which if you don't want to do, you don't have to do. One final thing I want to say about this concept before we get into the details of my ideas is hopefully a given, but I really want to encourage you to have strong safety and personal boundaries. We want to make sure that we're not revealing our exact location, your address, our personal information, or anything so personal that it's outside of your comfort zone to share. While I've learned that I enjoy challenging myself to be a little bit more vulnerable than might be my natural inclination, that's not a requirement if it doesn't feel right to share that kind of stuff. So share what feels good and safe and healthy for you to share. An example of a boundary I personally have is that I don't share my kids' faces on social media, at least until I feel like they're old enough to really consent to it. Is that a smart marketing decision? I don't know. Probably not because my kids are really cute and they do really cute and funny things, but it's a boundary that it's aligned with me and my values. So I hold to it. And this is not a note about anyone else's choices on that matter. It's just the choice that my family and I have made. So you have full permission and in fact, full encouragement to really think through where your boundaries are about how much of you and what sides of you you want to include in your marketing. Having said that, one of my favorite things is talking with business owners about how to put more of themselves into their marketing. 
because it really is one of the most powerful ways of standing out, which as we discussed already is kind of the whole point in marketing. It also helps us relate and build trust with our audience, which makes folks much more likely to purchase. The rest of this episode, I want to give you some concrete strategies for putting you into your marketing. Now, please hear me. You don't have to do all these things and certainly not all at the same time. This is meant to be a laundry list that you can choose from, not a to-do list where you have to do everything. So choose your own adventure, marketing superpower edition. Here are nine ways that you can put more of you into your marketing content. Number one is to talk like you talk. So the first super easy way that you can put more of you into your marketing is to make sure that you're talking like you actually talk and speak in real life. Write things that you would say if you were talking to a friend. Professional is overrated. Use the expressions that you use. Speak in the cadence and the tone that you use. Whether we're talking about written text like captions on social media or marketing emails, or even when you're talking in a video or on a podcast, whatever the case may be, make sure that you're talking the way that you actually talk. Here's a test you can do. If you write a piece of marketing content, read it out loud to yourself. Does it sound like you? If so, you're on the right track. If not, it's time for some edits. Forget the grammar rules that you learned in school. You can start sentences with and or but. Your sentences can be incomplete. Really, make it like you talk. A really fun element of this is to start noticing phrases and expressions that you find yourself saying all the time and incorporate that into your content. For example, I say holy moly all the time. So I find that popping up in my content quite a bit. Strategy number two is to share details. So this is a super easy one to implement. And this is about sharing the concrete, specific details of your life. This is deceptively simple, and it seems like it shouldn't make any difference, but it really is how we connect with and remember people. If you have a TV show you're hooked on, mention it by name instead of saying that you watched Netflix. If you have a favorite type of coffee order that you drink religiously, share that specifically instead of I went and got a coffee. If you hung out with your dog all afternoon, talk specifically about what you did. Did you go to a park? Did you play a training game? Did you listen to a podcast on your walk? Share which one or at least the specific genre of the podcast. These details seem really boring and actually they are, but they also stick in people's heads so, so, so much better than speaking in generalities does. Also, for anyone who has that thing in common with you, they watch that same TV show, they also drink oat milk vanilla lattes, they do puzzles with their dog too, or they listen to true crime podcasts, they're going to feel connected with you, even in a small way. And so often they'll respond to you to say something to the effect of me too, which opens up a conversation. This is so easy and so powerful. Speak specifically. Strategy number three is to tell stories. So stories are the most innate language of humans. We've been telling stories for all of human history, and one of the reasons that stories have endured the way that they have is because they're one of the best, if not the best way, that we understand and retain information. Whenever possible in your marketing, tell a story. It can be short, it can be boring, it doesn't have to be this giant hero's journey every time, but anytime you can tell a story about your customers, about you, about someone in your business, about anything really that you can draw a connection back to your business, this is a good thing to do. One indicator for a good story is anytime you find a moment from your life where there's a before, then something happens, then things are different after that, that is probably a story. If you're interested in the topic of storytelling, we have an awesome episode of Making Good Book Club coming out about a great storytelling for business book. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you'll get it delivered right into your podcast player. Strategy number four is what I call energy marketing. 
Energy marketing is the name that I've given to a concept I've been playing around with and I am very excited about. The idea behind this is simple. The way that we write and present things has a lot of power. The words we choose, yes, but also the colors, the emojis, the punctuation, the flow. I have a lot to say on this. In fact, I've done a whole strategy session on this topic inside my membership program, Making Good Happen. But as a starting point, here's what I would say. Before you create a piece of content, a useful exercise you can do is ask yourself three questions. What do I want my audience to know after reading this? What do I want my audience to feel after reading this? And what do I want my audience to do after reading this? I didn't make this exercise up. It's called the no feel do exercise and it's super, super powerful. Getting clear about the answers to these questions is amazing. It can help you choose words, images, colors, and even things like emojis and gifts to help you convey that energy. It's definitely worth thinking about. Strategy number five is behind the scenes content. So another great way to put more of you and your life and your personality into your marketing is to show your life and your personality and your business behind the scenes. Show what you're working on. Show yourself actually working. Show your desk setup. Show your highs. And if you're comfortable, share your lows. Show the things that you're making. Another super specific tip I have for you is that it actually turns out to be a great way of connecting personally to show your handwriting. It's much more of a personal format than written text. So there's a reason that we still handwrite cards to our loved ones instead of typing something up and then printing it out. So take a photo of a reminder that you sent yourself or your to-do list, for example. Strategy number six is to share your values. Most small business owners who listen to this podcast tend to have strong values, and we use these values to make decisions about how we run our businesses. Maybe it's your commitment to sustainability or political advocacy or a passion for mental health. Ask yourself, what do I feel really, really strongly about? And then anything that comes up as an answer to that question that you're willing to share, of course, is a great way to attract the people who share your values and genuinely want to support businesses who have that same view. Strategy number seven is your face. Okay, I didn't talk about this right away off the bat because I know that not everyone's going to love this one. But truly, if you are comfortable showing your face on social media, in your emails, on your website, anywhere you can, I would suggest that you do. This is a great way of helping your audience connect with you. We connect with people, not businesses. We trust people, not businesses. I won't go on and on about this, but I would encourage you to show your face regularly in your marketing content, not just once. It doesn't have to be a professional photo shoot. It can be a no makeup selfie. It just needs to be you. Strategy number eight is video and or audio. So even beyond the face, video and audio are great ways to connect with people because they add another dimension to how people can get to know you. It's one thing to see a photo of someone or read something that they wrote, but it's another level to see them on video or to hear their voice on audio. Great platforms for this are longer form content like YouTube or podcasts, as well as short form video like Instagram Reels or TikTok or Instagram Stories. Finally, conversations. This is the last strategy, number nine. This is about getting into conversation with your audience whenever and however possible. There is no better way to give people a sense of who you are than simply to talk with them back and forth. Social media and email are both fantastic opportunities to get into conversation. And the one big tip I would give you here is to remember that engagement isn't something we can simply cross our fingers and hope happens. It's something we have to plan for strategically. We want to create content that makes people want to respond to it. So a couple of tips here. First, asking for recommendations is a great way to get a conversation going. For example, what's your favorite podcast? I have a long drive coming up. Or what books have you read recently that I should add to my list? 
My second tip is to remember that people love talking about things they're excited about. One of my favorite questions to ask on Instagram stories is, what are you obsessed with right now? Someone asked me this recently. It was either Ashley Bowden or Micah Larson, both friends of mine and previous guests of this podcast. I can't remember who asked it first, but it's a great question. And the answers that you get are delightful. Okay, so those are nine strategies for putting more of you into your marketing, knowing that people connect with people and that you are your business's superpower. Of course, there's so many other ways. This is not an exhaustive list, but if you were to start trying out a few of these strategies, I am very confident that you'll start to quickly build stronger connections with your audience, which makes them much more likely to trust and buy from you. So what do you think about all of this? Are you on board? Are you hesitant? Are you itching to start creating some content that really showcases the magic of you? I want to hear from you. Seriously, DM me on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. You can find the show notes from this episode at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 197. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful for your support. Here are a couple of ways you can give back to making good. First, I'd be honored for you to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to subscribe and follow. And second, if you have a friend that you think would enjoy the podcast, send them the link at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 197. This episode was produced and edited by Corinne Monaco of Just Peachy Illustration. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time. Bye.